Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. C-H-G-O Bears After Dark. You know, it's too bad that we couldn't have been, you couldn't have been with us about 10 seconds ago when Greg Braggs was wearing a Notre Dame jersey and now all of a sudden he switched over. But we'll get to that in a second. We are brought to you proudly presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download the app. Use that promo code C-H-G-O when you sign up. It's the Braggs man. It's Nicholas Moriano. It's yours truly at the car. We are live. We are after darking. And we have big news, by the way, for our diehards tomorrow. First of all, if you're not a diehard, become a diehard. Nicholas Moriano, what is going on tomorrow night that you are so damn-ass excited about? You too, Greg Braggs. Yeah, if you guys haven't heard, if you're following us on social media, we know we're having another happy hour tomorrow night for our diehards. And I think we have something cool and a cool plan for tomorrow's show. You just have to tune in, maybe become a diehard right now so you can become a part of that tomorrow night. But we have another happy hour. Looking forward to it. It's been a little bit, so it'll be a good time. Yes, come to the happy hour. We've done a few of these now. They're a lot of fun get to interact with all of us one-on-one a little more uh you know exclusive as far as just your answers and questions and conversation i may or may not cuss out gary ross you know i i've, I've called a truce with my big 10 brethren that's why i wear that's why i'm wearing the big 10 shirt i had the notre dame hoodie on it's not gonna go as you mentioned but i did call a truce yesterday with cody so i have to hold up to my truce with gary as well so i i might curse him out but it'll all be in good fun. What time is the happy hour tomorrow night? And Gary Ross, I'm so excited that you are excited uh, to be a, uh, a part of it tomorrow night. And you and Braggs, you know, we could just have like a you and Bragg session, really, uh, and, and, and see how that turns out. Nick, what time is this uh, fine festivities getting kicked off tomorrow? Yeah, 8 p.m. for uh, tomorrow, our diehards again, happy hour be there it's gonna be a lot of fun and again a lot like almost like an after dark show it's a little bit more laid back we can talk obviously a lot of football but the floor is open to what you guys want to talk about we, for a diehard so we we hang out happy hour a little you know actually like drinking hour we should call this because it's eight o'clock so mm-hmm. uh, cocktails are, are welcome as are you and Bregs, you know you've had a rough couple of days uh it's just been kind of painful to watch from a distance. We t- we spoke on Saturday behind the scenes. You were 
lovely to talk to, but then you all of a sudden had to give a three-minute video apologizing to Cody Del Mendo, deservedly <laughs> so for acting like a complete jerk about Illinois. Is there anything you have left on your chest before we get to Adam? No, I've moved on from my rivalries. I'm going to put the revenge tour off for a little bit because opening day is upon us. I know it's a football show, but baseball season's coming up. We got some big events for the Cubs and White Sox. The Cubs are going to be at the country club on March 30th at 11 a.m. on Clark Street. As a Cub fan, I'm very excited for that. So we got a lot of stuff that we all need to come together as a team here. Uh, I know college basketball has separated us a little bit here, but now we need to come back together. It's draft season officially. You know, Ryan Pohl said in some of his comments today that we're going to get to that he's looking towards building through the draft now and baseball season is upon us. We're all fans of, of one of these teams here in the city of Chicago, this great city of Chicago. So I'm putting my revenge sword down for now, and we're going to come together as a family. I think that's big of you. And, um, you know, it it, it did bother me that in your video, you did not apologize to me for all your sophomore (laughs) actions in Indianapolis. No. But you you didn't do that. Nope. No, you didn't, but that's okay. Uh, and looking in the chat here, Kurt, I haven't gotten anything yet, but I'm lo- I'll be looking out for it, and I'm super excited to uh, rep some some stuff that uh, Kurt is is hooking up CHGO Bears, be specifically with. And uh, you know, Bragg's also shout out to you. I was on the uh, NBC Sports show tonight, and I and I said we're gonna they they had me be the president of the Bears, and I said we're building this thing brick by brick. So uh, that that's your that's your phrase, buddy. I'm not trying to steal your phrase. <laughs> well, it is funny how this is kind of taking on a life of its own, and I know get the T-shirt right here. I, I, but... Hey, Dalen Terry for the Bulls was tweeting brick by brick, mm-hmm. and everyone's tagging me in it. The Bears last week tweeted something with brick by brick. Everyone's tagging us here at CHGO, this is ours. I, you know, yes, I'm the one that say I'm a bricklayer, but we're a team here. I'm very team oriented. Like I said, putting down the revenge sword, this is ours. And Ryan Poles has embraced this before he even knew it was something we were doing over here. Everyone knows now. So this is something the city's getting behind, the team's getting behind. So I'm excited for that brick by brick. I'm liking that the entire city is embracing this culture. Do you understand that you have become the very fabric of this city? <laughs> I have not. I have not. Careful. No, 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 you have. No, you have. Let's ask the chat. Is Greg Braggs in essence, Chicago? Is he the bears? Should we all, should we all be following Braggs's lead? Should we all be taking his credo with us every single day when we wake up in the morning and thinking about the next move that we got to do? And maybe we're in our own way. And maybe we're thinking, you know, it's going to be too hard today at the office. Or maybe there's a conversation that I don't want to have with a family member, my kid, my wife, my, my husband, my whoever. And, and, and we, and when you just take a deep breath and you say to yourself, you know what, I'm going to do it brick by brick. I'm, I'm going to have that conversation. I'm going I'm to get out of this bed. I'm going to take that shower. I'm going to, I'm going to study that extra second. I'm going to pay attention. You know, that type of thing. You, you are, you are our leader, Greg. I am. I am no leader. I'm just a jackass with a platform. Uh, somehow someone gave me <laughs> Can one. Can we cut so. that please? Joey? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're not helping my cause here. You know, I'm trying to win people over on Reddit. So you got to help me out here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and 
Elijah Gladney, hi, Cram. Uh, hi, 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 Elijah. I will address you properly. You can all call me Cram. That's a brick by brick, brick move by, by, by Bragsy. Uh, all right, let's get into it, team. Uh, Adam Hoke sent us a video this morning from Arizona. He's, he's down there at the owners' meetings uh, representing us. And, and uh, Nick, you want to take us through the Hoke Twitter thread? Uh, we'll, we'll have Adam on the show tomorrow for sure. And hold on a second. I, I am I am texting with the hoagie who's got dinner plans and whatnot. Um, let me just. Oh. You don't need to. You don't oh. need to text. Oh, me there he is. Oh, there he is. Big time. Look You're at already him. look tan. How is that possible? It, it happened so quickly. Yeah, I uh, I I have a blessing with, with my skin, and it just basically in 20 minutes it just automatically goes to a different shade. It's kind of nice. How how long have you been sitting uh, in the in the room here in the green room? Because I feel bad now that you've been waiting patiently in uh, the sun. No, just like a minute. It's all good. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Go. Okay. So yeah, tell, nice tell comfy, us. Comfy spot here at the Arizona Biltmore. Got a nice water feature behind us. Stop. Wow. Stop living your best life. It's 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 <laughs> it, it, it's actually. Exhausting. It, it's a little it's a little the, the view from the top of the mound was a little bit much for me and uh, drew black says are you five cockies deep because you do look very relaxed right now. <laughs> that is about the only thing that's not going my way in this moment is that uh i've not had the cocky yet and uh, you can pull you can pull that one too along with the one the brag just gave you um we're hot no we're we're, you know what? If if we're gonna if we're gonna go with this Hollywood Hogue thing, I'm gonna lean into it. I think I think it's the move. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I mean, get the, sun, you, get the shady rays rocking. Go. What What did you learn today, Adam Hogue? You 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 hung with Ryan Pauls. I believe you got Kevin Warren on deck. Yeah, we'll get Kevin Warren here in a little bit, um, which will be interesting. It's the first time he's gonna be talking since uh, his opening press conference a couple months ago now. So we'll get a better idea of. You know how the transition's been going, and yeah, I think he's still the Big Ten commissioner. So um, we'll we'll get a better idea of all that here in the uh, next hour or so. But yeah, Ryan Poles, it's an interesting conversation with Ryan Poles because, you know, to his credit, he's been very accessible since the combine. A lot has happened. Um, he's talked about it. Um, so just kind of following up on some some other things that we maybe haven't discussed or gone into depth with, which. Honestly, I think one of the more interesting things was I think the Bears are surprised David Montgomery is on the Detroit Lions right now. I, I think that they thought that they made him a competitive offer and um, Poles felt comfortable with their negotiation there and kind of put it on the player, which, as he said in uh, in what I tweeted out, you know, the player has a choice in this too. Ultimately, it is their choice. And uh, he, he – they feel like their offer was competitive, I think, and David Montgomery moved on. So at least it's a position where I think that they feel comfortable with how they replaced them. But, um, you know, there was a reason why all along I thought there was a decent chance David Montgomery would be back on the Bears. And I was a little surprised that didn't happen. And it sounds like the Bears are too. So that is super interesting. Go ahead, Nick. My bad. Uh, I was just going to ask you, like, he, in your thread that you have, and you have to go check that out, Adam Hogue. Um, his Twitter thread and everything that Ryan Poles said, but he he was asked about Ryan Poles about prospects that kind of have that come with a risk. What can you tell us about what he said about that and just your overall impressions about how Ryan Poles is approaching these type of players that do quote unquote come with a risk? Yeah, so you know, 
it's interesting because he, he took a question, I think Dan Wiener asked it earlier, um, on Jalen Carter specifically. And, um, you know, he basically said, he answered the way he'd probably handle any player that might come with some character concerns. It, it's a big puzzle. And the whole thing's a long job interview, right? And at the end of the day, you get you get towards the draft, maybe a week or two out, you sit down with your scouts, you take all the information you have, and then you make a decision. Because that's the thing, like, they could cross Jalen Carter off the board tonight if they wanted to, but what's really the advantage of doing that, right? Like, you could still bring him in for a 30 visit. He's a very talented player. And, um, and then you make your final decision. My question that I followed up with wasn't necessarily specifically about Jalen Carter, but it definitely applies to that situation, which is, Ryan, do you feel like your locker room with the additions that you made is better equipped today to perhaps bring in a player, a young draft pick who might have character concerns or immaturity concerns? And, you know, I'd encourage you guys to check out the video because I posted that, that actually as a clip and maybe you guys can play it here later on the show. But, um, you know, the answer, the answer is basically like, yes, but maybe that's something will, it's more likely to happen a couple of years down the road. So still a work in progress there. And I'm not willing to make any grand prop- proclamations about Jalen Carter off one answer, but it didn't sound like today that that's a player that they're willing to be comfortable using the number nine overall pick on if Jalen Carter does fall there. Another thing I think that stood out from your reporting here uh, with that interview with Ryan Poles was when you he was asked about tackle, he said, you know, I think we're looking to build through the draft now. So I yeah. kind of feel like we're at this point where there's not going to be very many more signings save some of that money for after the draft. So now we've kind of gotten into a position where we can look at the draft and know there's not going to be any other additions and, and have a, a clearer scope of, you know, trying to decipher who he's going to take. Yeah. And sorry guys, I had to move. I got kicked out of where I was. That's messed <laughs> so, up. Uh, Do they not know yeah. who you are? What the hell's yeah, going no. on at the Biltmore? Come on guys. No, they, they get this big, big party happened here tonight. So they had to, I think they needed the space I was sitting in. Anyway, um, yeah, I, you know, he was asked uh, about offensive tackle specifically and and how they can still address that. And the reality is, there's not any great options out there right now, right? So, you're you you're gonna look at possible guys that become available if they're cut either before or after the draft, which does happen. The Bears did that a couple of years ago with Charles Leno after they drafted Tevin Jenkins and. The commanders have been very happy with the left tackle that they've gotten. They, they, gave, they gave him another contract. So, you know, that's still a possibility that that could be there. But based on what's available right now, Ryan Poles made very clear that, yeah, that's a position that they probably are going to have to figure out in the draft. And, and let me caution everybody, too, just like who might see that tweet. That does not mean that they have to use the number nine overall pick. Uh you know, it's, a, it's not a slam dunk that, oh, they're taking offensive line. No, I don't think that's the case at all because, you know, their starting left tackle right now was drafted uh, much later on in the draft. So they, they, they still might feel comfortable finding that guy later on. And But that is sort of the situation that they're in. That is a hole on the roster that they're, they're going to have a challenge here to fix. Options are open. They got, you know, four in the top 64. They could 
they could they could take a lineman, but down there they could trade up using multiple picks to move up into the 30s and draft one. There's a lot of ways this thing could go. I it sounds to me, Adam Ho, correct me if I'm wrong, but it almost it's almost like good old at the carm here owes Ryan Poles an apology because he. I was talking a lot about well, you clearly maybe you didn't like David Montgomery, but it sounds like they absolutely did, and they made him a, a legitimate offer, and he just chose to go elsewhere, which is disappointing, really. Uh, I you know that's that, that I'm surprised to hear that that's how it went down. Yeah, and it's a it's a division rival too, um, mm-hmm. right? So now you have and polls even acknowledge, yeah, he's gonna. He, he's gonna he's gonna run hard there as he always does run hard and um, you know he's gonna have a chip on his shoulder certainly play, when he plays the Bears and that's gonna happen now twice a twice a year so um, it, that, I, I do find that an interesting situation but but especially because I don't you know not, to my knowledge I've never heard David Montgomery having really any issue whatsoever um, with the Bears but. That maybe that's not even the case. I mean, the, the, it was a conversation from day one with the offense we knew the Bears were putting in last year that maybe David Montgomery's not the best fit for it. Um, and perhaps what they're doing in Detroit, I see, I certainly think stylistically and just from the type of gritty player he is, that's the, that's the team that literally has the word grit put up all over mm-hmm. their building everywhere. And I do think it's a great fit for, for Dan Campbell. So you know, it, it's a business, and sometimes that stuff happens. That makes a whole lot of sense there, too. Are you uh, you're going to talk to Kevin Warren, huh? We got, I don't want to keep you here, too, when you're on the move here, Sir Hogue. Are you, are you when's, when's Kevin speaking, and, and will yeah, you I say hello for me? Yeah, I was going to say, you, you got any, uh, you got anything you want, want well, me to ask him? I, I do. Um, and, Kevin, I know you can't talk about this. But would you be open for some behind-the-scenes conversations about this Soldier Field thing uh, that's still it in Chicago? And there's a lot of land over there, and maybe the city. And when Paul Vallis, uh, or Brandon, yeah, Johnson, I'm not going to waste my time with that question. Yeah, sorry. That, that, that's not. <laughs> hey, hey, hey! I, okay. My time. I should say his time. Yeah, yeah well, his time well, with that question. How about this one? Hey, Kevin, you got any druthers with what you want the Bears to do at nine? Will you be uh, Will you be sitting down with Ryan Poles and just saying, "Hey, buddy, I want X, Y, and Z." I don't know. What do you I, What are you going to ask him? It's a t- there's what ground do you plan on covering other than like what's going on with the stadium? Right. I mean, obviously, stadium stuff is, is top of mind. Um, it's very it, one of the lead, one of the big stories here today that did not have to do with the Bears was that the Bills came out with renderings of their mm-hmm. stadium. Um, and it's funny, you walk around this place and like in, at any given moment, at any given time, a team president or GM could be giving a press conference with like a, some reporters around um, and that was happening with uh, with one of the uh, Bills higher ups, and I was just happened to be standing there, just kind of eavesdropping on the conversation because they had to do with the stadium. Um, and not surprisingly, they looked at a lot of what the Vikings did in Minnesota, as the Bears will obviously be doing with with uh, Kevin Warren, who basically built that building. Um, and I just find it super. That's a whole different conversation, but I do find it super interesting that the Bills are ultimately going with a stadium that. Looks an awful like 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 the Tottenham Stadium they built. Yeah, it does. And, mm-hmm. and you know, is a and that's a nice stadium, but it just seems weird that you're going to use that. And they're using an incredible amount. I think 850 million dollars in taxpayer money, which mm-hmm. there's just no way the Bears are going to get that. And they're not putting a roof on it. It's just, I I don't personally don't agree with it. But so j- just having 
another team going through this process literally this week and talking about it. I think we could follow up with Kevin Warren on some of that stuff and just see. Yeah, I think that's why he's here and in, in learning from some of these other situations around the league because you, you take it all in, right, and you address it to your own situation. So uh, I think that and then just where he's at in the transition to fully jumping on board with the job. Hmm. Um, but it's very clear that he's – you know, he's the guy talking this week, not Ted Phillips. I don't even know if Ted's here. I'm guessing Ted is here. I haven't seen him yet, though. Uh, from a fan standpoint, two things that I'm definitely curious about is if he will have any influence to, uh, I don't want to say convince, but encourage the Bears to consider hard knocks. I know there's a lot of Bears fans that want that, and they're one of the few teams, they're like one of three teams that fit the criteria to be on hard knocks. And then if if he gets any kind of the other question I would wonder is, does he get any kind of heads up from the league for a potential uh, game in Germany next year uh, against the Chiefs? Uh, the Chiefs have a game in Germany and, and we're one of their teams that we play at Arrowhead. But the hard knocks one I'm certainly interested in. Yeah, yeah, no, I think those are Braggs. I think those are uh, two very good questions. I like the hard knocks one. I'll, I'll try to bring that up. Um, you know, with both him and George, George, George McCaskey will be talking tomorrow uh, when the meetings wrap up. And um, so and then I think as far as international games go, I believe George McCaskey still on the international committee. Um, I'll have to double check that. I know he was. I think he still is uh, unless that has changed. And, um, you know, they're not going to they're not going to go ahead and announce or say anything about, uh, you know, any scheduling news, because that would be like breaking. Uh, no, I guess what I would wonder is, but, do but, they but get any they heads up before it's announced? Yeah, well, I think they do. But, um, you know, I, I think just where they might stand on that, too. I, I find the whole international thing very and this would probably be a good conversation for George. Um, <laughs> you know, just this whole idea of they have these marketing deals now in the UK and Spain. To me, it doesn't make sense to send the Bears to Germany next year when that's not one of the two European countries they already have, uh, you know, a specific deal with uh, through the NFL and those partnerships agreements that they announced. So that's the only reason why, I mean, I've certainly heard the rumors and people have talked about it, but I, I've just questioned the fit there because um, it seems like if you're going to have these teams and I, and I believe the chiefs are in Germany, right? That's one of the reasons why they're, mm -hmm. they're uh, going to be the team hosting that game. It just, it, it just makes sense to me that you would have the bears playing in the UK and or Spain eventually, which I would expect to happen sometime. Sure. Oh, go do your thing. But I, I do recommend one other uh, thing you should ask him. Were you embarrassed by the number one seed in the NCAA tournament going out to fairly Dickinson. And just, and, I called a truce yesterday. And, 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 oh, and, and, you see and how just, he's and, trying to divide us? Let's not and, let Cram divide us. And just us. embarrassing the Big Ten and, 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 and Big Ten fans everywhere. You should ask him about that. We have called a truce. Adam, I'm rooting for your Badgers in the NIT. Not even going to joke if they win at all. I'm rooting for him. Rooting I want to know you, if he was buddy. pissed about the boilers. That I almost was going to do a gif this morning when you were on the cliff, and I was going to put a gif of you being pushed off a cliff, and then I was like, don't do that. That's way no. aggressive. Uh, I mean, I saw some other people were putting me on top of the Sears Tower and stuff, but I didn't, yeah. you know. No one I was, was looking to gifs of people pushing. Some, and then I said, don't do that. We've called a truce. Yeah, no. Uh, you had a nice jump shot video over the weekend, smooth stroke. So I'll give you that. 
I'm I'm calling a truce. I'm laying down my revenge sword. So good reporting out there, Adam. You're doing great. I'm proud of All you. Right. Get that Appreciate question in guys. there. See you, brother. <laughs> All right. We'll talk to you tomorrow. <laughs> I, I seriously think you should ask that. Were you embarrassed by Purdue? <laughs> well, he is the Big Ten commissioner. <laughs> I mean, right? Hey, uh, the Big Ten looked horrible in the tournament again. Are you happy to be getting out of the Big Ten uh, as far away <laughs> yeah. from Big Ten basketball as, ba as, as possible, especially when the number one team in the country at one point lost UC to a team by UCLA the name of Fairleigh Dickinson? UCLA is coming to our conference here in two years. Maybe they'll save us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah. Exactly right. That's right. Although yeah. they, they got ousted early, too, so maybe they're just getting comfortable. <laughs> yes, Jonathan Otten. Knock it off, Cram. My favorite part <laughs> over the weekend was somebody innocently was like, uh, you know, hey, hey, CHGA tag CHGO Bears and then all of us on the team. Like, where should we go to eat? Where should I get good pizza at in Chicago? And Carm was the first one to, you know, respond and was very nice and gave some, you know, suggestions. And the guy was like, thanks, Cram. <laughs> <laughs> See, don't you feel bad? That you no, I don't at all. I had well, a friend you... growing up. His name was Nick, but we I named him Ted. And it took on a <laughs> life of its own the same way Cram is now. And we called him Ted for like 10 years to the point where his own mother started calling him Ted. And we yes, had to like stop it once we got to high school. He was getting so sick of it by the time we got to high school. Right, right. So I have this power and you've played with me here these last couple months. And now you're 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 realizing my true power. And, and we Wait, renamed Greg, you Cram until further notice. You said his name was Nick. And you yeah, named his name him was Nick. And and we renamed him Ted. He's a dear friend of mine. I stood up in his wedding. He stood up in mine. Um, wow. So but he's back to Nick now. But he was Ted for a solid 10, 15 years to the point where his own family called him Ted. So you, you can test me a little bit, Cram. But I didn't come up with the name. Somebody in the chat did. But I just thought it was perfect. So I'm not trying to take take credit for yeah, Cram. No, no, that's no, all no. the chat. That's all the chat there. I, no, you you are the leader of, of Cram County, and I have spent <laughs> decades trying to establish myself in the city, and now having this uh, incredible <laughs> platform to talk to Bears fans every single day, and you have uh, undermined. I've, I've elevated. You have you. undermined Carm because, because secretly you're just like you're an ESPN 1000 guy. You're trying to protect the guy <laughs> oh, over there. Here we go. The, 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 oh, wow. That's what's that's what's going on here. I just fi I finally oh, just figured it here out. Here we go. I finally figured it out. <laughs> uh, okay. okay. Hey, uh, hey, Nick. Will you tell everybody what happens when they become a diehard and why they should become a diehard and about our uh, outstanding event tomorrow night, just in case people are new joining the show right now as uh you know because if you go to allchgo.com and you get the die hard and you get the 20 percent off the merchandise and you get into our happy hours slash uh zoom hangouts where we all get to live the dream as one and mm -hmm. who knows what brags will call me on, on happy hour behind the scenes that'll be that'll be great to see too i can't wait um along with everything else that's going on right nick yeah, no, there's a bunch going on. So all the all the perks that Mark just mentioned, there's also exclusive content that's behind, you know, for our diehards only. So you can get access to Adam Hogue's newsletter that comes out. Bunch of great writers uh, a part of CHCO. So you get, obviously, access to that, merchandise discounts. So a lot of benefits for being a diehard. And it helps us out if you guys subscribe and become a part of that community. 
We have these happy hours for every beat. And like you said, tomorrow night at eight o'clock, you can join the Bears happy hour and it'll be a good time. A lot of the people that you'll see that are in our chat will be there hanging out and have a couple of beers and just have a good time. But it's uh, it's a good investment. There's a lot to it. So definitely, you know, check out after this podcast, after After Dark, go to allchjo.com and check out all the benefits that we just mentioned here. But you can see for yourself on allchjo.com. And look forward to seeing everybody tomorrow night. We, we know that it's slightly short notice here, but uh, hey, you know, we it's going to be a great time. Uh, we were thinking about doing it Wednesday, but the Bulls are playing the Lakers on Wednesday night. Um, and tomorrow is just going to be perfect so we can live the dream of the owners meetings as well. Uh, good stuff from Hogue. I thought the David Montgomery thing is borderline stunning, actually. Like yeah, I thought so what, he are lo- we, what are we saying there that the Bears made the him Bear- an equal or better offer and he chose the Lions or we're, a we're, competitive offer? I think we're saying the Bears made him a competitive offer that the Bears thought that he would would take. And I think I, I my, just my opinion and I think Adam nailed it. I think he looked at his opportunity in Detroit and how much he's going to get the football there versus how much he's going to get it here. Plus, it probably was a little bit more dough is my guess. And he just said, you know what? Been there, done that in Chicago. I love my teammates. I don't want to leave, but I think this is the best decision for me. Money and opportunity. I think there I think there was some level of fit in his decision, if I had to guess at it. Um, so, well, I mean... And you can't blame him, I guess. Yeah, because like we talked about during the season, I mean, he's somewhat, I'm not saying he was completely splitting carries, but Herbert got just as many yards as he did. I know David Montgomery was hurt for a period of time. Herbert running style fits this team a lot better than what David's does. I know the the blocking is, is the question that a lot of fans have. Um, so you know, yeah, I agree with Adam that the the fit is better for him in Detroit. I'm not going to lose sleep over it personally, and maybe he'll maybe maybe he'll make me eat my words. We'll see, but I'm going to stand to my um, assessment of of how, just how good David Montgomery was, you know, or if that was something that was a little overstated by some Bears fans. We'll see. Yeah, and just change of scenery, you guys. I, I think you know, obviously, he didn't have he didn't experience a lot of winning here with the, the Bears organization as he was being the feature back. And with Detroit, that is a team that is on the rise. He gets to split the backfield with DeAndre Swift, another good running back there in Detroit. But it is interesting to see that, obviously, he's gonna, those two games that they're going to play, you know, Detroit Lions, like you just know David Montgomery's going to bring it every single time he carries the rock. So it'll be, a, it'll be a good test for the new linebackers that the Bears have here in Chicago. It hurts. I, I I don't know why it's it's not it's not life changing hurt here it's not something that I'll be thinking about uh, you know for forever it's not something that Bears fans are going to be talking about nearly a decade later with Robbie Gold which we did a lot on it on the noon show today you want Robbie Gold back Braggs? Uh you know it's Brick a fine Brick. story yeah it's almost like Derrick Rose a little bit like I love the idea of both those players returning to Chicago but. Is he the best at his position? I mean, he has been for a long time. I mean, he's getting to the end of his end of his time career. So, you know, I, I know how much he how passionate he is about the Bears. You know, he was at the he was sitting in a suite at the double dunk game. You know, like if that wasn't, you know, you know, just 
just symmetry in the worst way. Like he wants to be a bear. So I like that aspect of it. He knows how to kick in this city, which is one of the criteria you have to meet, which some kickers, it takes a long time to adjust to that. So I wouldn't hate it, but you know, I'm not going to like be banging the drum on Twitter all day about it. You don't consider that a brick by brick move. I'm like I said, I, if he, if they make the move, I'll celebrate it. But you know, I just think, there's kickers out there that that can get the job done. I really didn't have a problem with Cairo up until last year, and he's missing all these extra points. I thought he was pretty clutch, and then all of a sudden last year he started getting the yips on these extra point attempts. But I liked in the extra point attempt his adjustment that Cairo made was to move himself onto one of the hash marks, and he said during the season that mm-hmm. he did that because he wanted to make it feel like a, a, a field goal as opposed to an extra point. And then he made it. And that was something that Mr. Double Doink didn't know how to do is to make an adjustment, to get himself uncomfortable, to, to get him more focused on making the kick. So I like Cairo. I, I if they keep him, I'm not going to be as upset as some bears fans. I, I don't, I'd be stunned by the way, if there was a move, but uh, that was mm-hmm. one of the stories that came out and, and you, you've been, with the Lamar thing dragging out and then him be going public today on Twitter saying that he has requested a trade dating back to March the 2nd, you've been actually leading this brick by brick that, you know, he could end up in Detroit. He could end up in Minnesota. What is more likely, which would be scarier. And I don't know. I don't know if it's keeping you up at night too, Nick, but it is interesting, like where he's going to land. The only team that has come out and expressed interest and said you actually have to kick the tires on a 26-year-old MVP of 2019 who's a first-class character dude and has all-world athletic ability and is a winner is the Indianapolis Colts, which could also impact the Bears for the record because, you know, if, if they don't take a quarterback at four, then the draft starts to shake out a little bit differently. But you, you're, you're playing around with the NFC North. Yeah, I mean, I just think it's an interesting discussion. Uh, the chances of it happening, I don't know how, how good those are. Uh, the Vikings general manager has come out and said he's he turned down. Kirk Cousins reportedly wanted to take uh, a pay cut on a contract extension, and the Vikings reportedly turned that down and said they're gonna they're gonna you know see this through and. Uh, there's a report that that the Vikings general manager apparently likes the idea of a, a, a quarterback on a rookie contract. Who doesn't? That's why the Panthers made the trade that they did. So I don't think they're necessarily in that market for it. But I just think the conversation is, is interesting, certainly from the Lions standpoint, because they are in a they are basically in a win now situation. They should have made the playoffs last year, just fell short of it. And a part of me almost wants them to make the move only because now it shrinks their window. Like they're kind of right where the bears are just a little ahead of where the bears are as far as their development as a team. And you make a trade for Lamar Jackson. Now all of a sudden your window is now and you're paying a lot of money to a quarterback. You're giving up first round picks to get him. So you're taking a huge risk on a franchise. That's finally starting to build the right way. Kind of in the way we feel we're doing it. Like I said, maybe a step behind what the lions are doing currently. So I, I'm almost kind of hoping the Lions have the balls to do it, but I I don't think it's realistic at that that this point. But I also think it's an interesting discussion. 
Greg, that's interesting that um, you have, you know, that that view of it, because I think the Lions with a guy like Lamar Jackson, because Jared Goff took them almost to the playoffs, right? Right. Jared They'd Goff and everybody good. else. There. I'm not saying they yeah. wouldn't, but it just makes their window now. They push all their chips in now where the Bears, it feels like their windows open for a longer period of time with the youth of Justin Fields. No, it's uh, yeah, it'd be it. It does it does put it put their window now, but now that's now you got to go compete against Lamar Jackson and the Lions twice a year, and you know with everything else they got. But man, that would be that'd make uh, for two fun games in the NFC North: Jackson versus versus Justin Fields. But yeah, that would that'd make the division what I think is very open right now in the NFC North, right? Because of what you know, there's not right. a lot of good court. You know, there's no Aaron Rodgers going to be here, Kirk Cousins, Jared Goff, and Fields, right. but. Bringing a guy like Jackson, it goes through it goes through Detroit uh, until further notice. But that well, would be and Kyle Waddle brings up a good point in the chat. The Lions have two firsts; they have draft capital, which is true. So mm-hmm. you know, as much as I'm sure they'd have to give up two at least two future first round picks and more to acquire Lamar Jackson, and then you have to pay him. But he's right; they do have two firsts this year, so they do have this extra capital where it's got to be a discussion, right? I mean, it's it's pushing their progress and, and their plan a little ahead. But at the same time, if Aaron Rodgers is out of division, like you mentioned, Nick, I mean, the Lions are right there to take the division if they want it, you know, or they can just stay the course and not get too aggressive here. So, you know, the Colts are the first team up right now talking, but I'm sure at some point the Lions have to have this conversation. It, it does make sense. Like – Here's the would you rather, and, and and I'll let you both answer this. Start, we'll start with you, Carm. Would you rather have the Lions trade for Lamar Jackson or draft Anthony Richardson? Wow, that's a great one. That's why they pay you the big bucks. I like it. Um, I'm, go- I'm going I, Richardson. I, 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 I'm think going the answer, Richardson. I think the answer is definitely Richardson, though, as I get deeper in my head about it. Um, but I do – I'm a big Anthony Richardson fan. I, I but he does need to land in the right situation to be developed properly since he is so raw and I would feel comfortable betting against the Lions doing that right. But the other side of it though is that you know, I'm not saying that Lamar is going to turn into a broken down quarterback in his late 20s. Uh, you know, way earlier than most QBs go down, but that's how it's trending right now. If Detroit went all in and gave up a ton of assets for somebody that didn't work out, that could be beautiful for the Bears right now. Because right. Detroit I mean, is getting Lamar, they Lamar's are getting a great scarier. player, but I mean, you know, he Goff had a great year last year too. For the he did, know. yeah, yeah, and he'd be in the NFC, not the AFC, which has been a tougher you know road for the Ravens and Jackson. So, but he also has had injuries. I mean, there's everyone gets injured in this league, but still, he has been injured the last few years. So that's a part of the equation. Um, the Bears, the Bears and the Ravens. The one, a couple of years ago, I I left town and I was so upset because I was gonna miss Lamar Jackson versus Justin Fields, and then it ended up being Tyler Huntley versus yeah. uh, Andy Dalton uh, yep. for four quarters. <laughs> I was like, I was in Connecticut. I was like, oh, thank God, I'm not at that game. <laughs> But it would be fun to watch that two times a year for sure. Make your make a guess here. Um, where does he end up? Oh, Put your money where your mouth is, Nick, Mister DraftKings, donating human being. 
yeah, no, I'll tell you about DraftKings after uh, I tell. I think I think it's going with the Colts, you guys. I think if if there's a team that's up there that you know has the capital um, and has actually expressed interest, I, I, Chris Ballard had some interesting comments today at the NFL owners meetings. Like you have to explore it, right? Like if you're if you're any team that's looking for a franchise quarterback. So if I had to put my money on it, obviously using DraftKings to do that, it would probably be the Colts right now. It's the only team you can take. They're the only yeah. team being reported on. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm bringing up the Lions as somebody that's a, and the Vikings to me, I think are both teams that need a quarterback. I know everybody wants young quarterbacks, but there's no da- guarantee you can get them. So, you know, I, yeah, I mean, Ravens, <laughs> I guess, you know, Gary, Gary <laughs> yeah. makes a good point. Yeah. Yeah. Just sticks no, that- with the. Well, that's, I think that, that I think that is if I had to bet on it, that's the most logical. Even though he's asking out, like, do they they, they come to some level of your best? Could you sit and out? Eat? And then Don Bird, in you're in our chat every night, every day, and we appreciate your support. As odd as it is, as a Lions fan in in a Bears chat every day, but we appreciate it. You're welcome, buddy. You're going to answer the question: Would you take Lamar Jackson on your team? Yes or no? I know he yeah. cited Jared Goff's numbers, and and I think that's to the point that maybe it's no. But I'm guessing there. He's not answering the question. It's irritating me. Like, come on, dude. While we wait for uh, Don Burr to answer the question, real quickly, DraftKings, uh, obviously, is America's top-rated sports book. One of the best times, in my opinion, to make bets is during the March Madness tournament. And right now, all you got to do is go bet on the women's Iowa Hawkeyes team, Caitlin Clark, to just drop and get buckets. You're going to win money if you do it that way. So take advantage of all the ways you can bet with DraftKings. But first, you, of course, you have to download the app now and use the sign-up code CHGO. New customers can bet $5 to get $200 in bonus bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA, WNBA, NFL. And you got to use that code CHGO. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right. We got to take a quick little uh, divergent move here because uh, it's one thing to apologize on Twitter. It's another thing to do your own video. Uh, but it's, you know, sometimes you got to do these things face to face and, 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 and Greg Braggs, uh, was was completely out of his mind yesterday, attacking Cody Del Mendo, who was just trying to enjoy what Illinois (laughs) once was in 2005, a a phenomenal run, a team that could have won it all and should have, should have right one of the greatest comebacks in uh college basketball history against arizona and bragg's just uh couldn't help himself and so i you know you apologized in in a closet by yourself but here's cody and you can talk to him face to face for what you did uh just trying to ruin cody's day on his twitter just trying to celebrate an illinois moment if, if anything, I improved your day because after I went after you, no, 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 I no, no, had no, no. all of Champaign, Illinois attacking me for 18 hours. So, you know, they were beating me senselessly. They were. Deservedly so. I, I stuck my nose in it, and, and that's what happens. You get poked, you know? You got you to gotta, yeah. gotta take it if you're going to dish it. So I accept that. But my apology was sincere. As you can see, I'm supporting the Big Ten – Right here. I did not wear a Purdue shirt. I wore a Big Ten shirt in solidarity with my team here. You know, Nick's the Iowa guy. Mark's the Northwestern guy. You're the Illinois guy. Adam's the Wisconsin guy. You know, Kevin's the Wisconsin. We got Big Ten all over CHGO. It's divided us a lot here in the last month. But it is baseball season now, and I've said some things that I might regret. 
Because I don't want to. I said I wanted. I was like, I want the Cubs to go 0 and 162. So Cody has to do 162 post game shows where they talk about they lost. And I'm a Cub fan. This is how enraged I've been over the last <laughs> week. And I had to take a step back and say, all right, I'm done. I got to put down my revenge sword. It's getting too aggressive. And I love my dear friend, Cody. He's been there for me. And especially since we've started here together working as teammates. So I got to, I got to stop this, put an end to it. We'll, we'll, we'll reconvene with our revenge tour in November. But for now we got to come to the bleachers, have a beer bat, a, a, a Jack and Coke, Coca-Cola is being sold at Wrigley now. No more Jack and Pepsi's. I'm excited for this. I'm excited to embrace my dear friend Cody at Wrigley Field, the, the friendly confines of Wrigley Field. Do you accept Cody? I I will. Uh, I accept. It was big of Braggs to 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 put that video on Twitter last night after all the trash he was talking <laughs> for no reason. Cause I didn't even like poke the bear. Like, like you said, I actually had been texting him. I wanted a 500 word apology. He did. And I, <laughs> I almost said that in the video. I have, I took a screenshot cause I thought it was funny. He's like at 4:43 central standard time yesterday, Bragg sends me a text and he's like, I expect an apology or are you going, are you ready to apologize? And then I think I just sent laughing emojis, and then he said that he wanted like a like a full on apology in like five hundred words, five hundred to a thousand words, or something like that. <laughs> and I just, I just couldn't help but laugh. <laughs> I, I will say, I did come on very hard to my good friend Greg Braggs after a team that shall not be named uh, beat Purdue. But uh, I think it just comes with the territory of uh, good friends uh, and banter. You know what I mean? And I will say also. I was pretty quiet after Tuesday. I had my fun taking the video of him in the office. And uh, I never even that, saw I this video. Where much. is this video? It's in my, it's, it's just for me and my phone. It's just and for I'll you. Probably, and I'll probably, it's probably <laughs> Show your friends. Look at this psycho you know. I'm dealing with. That's what Carm does. He takes videos of me and then releases them weeks later. So, <laughs> no, Cody, we're, we're, we're coming together. I'm excited for you. You got a live show here on Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, the country club 11 a.m march 30th on clark street and if i can make it i'll be there well that's on wednesday. wednesday or thursday 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 i'm sorry 11 a.m thursday yeah opening, opening day, day of course yeah. jerk i'm sorry thursday <laughs> well that makes it even better because we have a show with uh, so thursday if i get rained out of work which right now it looks like it hopefully the rain's over by me and not by you and if it does i'm going to come and show my support to my dear friend Cody that. and the CHGO Cubs team. Jay, Jay Toasty with the Super Chat dollar ninety nine. All Burgers being served at Wrigley now, which is huge. Um, they just Cody, uh, they did like a soft opening of the small Cheval that's in Gallagher Way tonight. So I didn't it, get a chance to go buy it, but it's, it's, I'm it's, it's, I don't understand why the burgers just got to be in the bleachers. Why can't it? Uh, the, the bleachers are the worst place to sit. Put it in the rest of the park. Make the, the the people that hang out in the bleachers should only be served beer and 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 like popcorn and, and that and call it a day. But <laughs> I that, honestly I agree, but yeah, I don't you know. know. You got you got you got you got hot dogs out there. You got Oshawa. Osh- I mean, what the hell? Uh, most overpriced they tickets had, in the park. They they had they had to take. They had to jump in and try and compete with the White Sox in their food. Like, that's the one thing I'll always give so the White Sox it, is the food so, is, is great. 
<laughs> yeah, so put the food where everybody, the rest of the 30,000 can get it, not the 5,000. I mean, what are you doing? But, uh, okay, no, no, that's right. okay, Cubs. So, yeah. since this is a football show, Cody, the one thing that is on my mind when it comes to Wrigley Field, and you're the Cubs guy here, so. Bring the Bears back to Wrigley. Guy. Yeah, and it brings it back to Northwestern and Iowa because yeah. on November 4th, Saturday on November 4th of this year, the Iowa Hawkeyes and Northwestern Wildcats play football at Wrigley Field. It has been my dream because the last couple times I've had a football game there, I haven't been able to go. I'm going to this game. But the thing that surprises me, Cody, is like that could potentially be during the World Series. I mean, when the Cubs won the World Series, it was in November. And look, yeah, the game's on November 4th, but there's it takes time to prep a football field yeah. on Wrigley Field. So like, are you surprised? <laughs> Even as a Cub fan, I'm sitting there like, Wait a minute, guys, you're planning a football game when the Cubs could potentially be in a World Series. I mean, what are your thoughts what, on that? What's, what's the actual date? November 4th, you said? Yes, November 4th, okay. 2023. I do know that this past World Series did start a little bit later, which is not good for baseball, in my opinion. But uh, my thoughts, uh, well, it doesn't necessarily set the precedent that we are trying to win the World Series this year. No, this is sure. like when Northwestern <laughs> planned the March Madness party at, yeah. at the, Ryan in the Big Ten uh, tournament. Don't bring the cats into this. And I'm sorry, was, we're at truce. You're right. Truce. But that's I mean, true, though. You're right, though. Yeah, it it does give off that kind of energy. I, it, I hate to sit here and say that, but that is that's kind of how I'm getting that. I don't. I, I don't like I did, that. I do know that, or I did know that that game is happening, and I actually kind of want to go i've never gone to well mark's promised me he's that. taking me i'm not putting him on the spot on the show but i'm kind of putting him on the spot on the show so. well, if he has that extra ticket I'll, I'll <laughs> we're all gonna be right shaking. over here right over we're here. all shaking I, I would like to go to a, i would like to go to a football game at wrigley one time just one yeah. time to experience and i'm not being picky but the left field bleachers is where we belong i'm not saying i'm just saying i agree and if i could complain a little bit about it i just think this is the prime like like I feel like Illinois and Northwestern should play at Wrigley Field every year until Northwestern gets that new stadium up because Ryan Field sucks. I'm sorry. And I've been saying it before the Bears <laughs> moved to Arlington Heights. It's a, just a big high school stadium, Mark. I, I gotta be I, really it's honest. Severely like, overwhelming. The one time you, I went you're, there, you're, man. You're, like, just, just, just hold on, hold on. You're not wrong. They're building a brand new one. It's going to be the best. It's going to be the best stadium in the Big Ten as far as amenities and proximity to the field and everything. It's it's going to be awesome. I and, hope so. <laughs> and Welsh Ryan is is a great experience. It, it was it agree. was awesome this year. I don't know if you went to. Did you go to any games this year? No, I and I'm glad okay. I didn't go to the Illinois Northwestern. That was, that was awesome. Brutal. Was just, that was brutal. Yeah, <laughs> you're, you're, yeah. but here I I actually want to get us back on track just a second because because this is a very powerful CHGO Bears after dark show and and Cody's a huge Bears fan, very okay. capable of of talking literally about anything. So speaking of that, what do you want the Bears to do with the number nine overall pick, Cody? Um, well, based off what I've been watching you guys talk about and what other people are talking about. Um, I'm kind of with Braggs on uh, trading back again, getting more draft capital and then just, you know, whether it's getting the best player available or I know they still need help on that offensive line, obviously, or, you know, on the def defensive line as well. I guess that's kind of where I stand because I just think getting they're still in a really great position where they could do that. Um, but, you know, I I was so thrilled with the return for the the number one pick that. I have, for the first time in God knows how long, have 
put myself full send on believing in Ryan Poles, and and I was I've I've never been like this with any other front office member of the Chicago Bears. So I'm kind of just like you know whatever man whatever you do I'm probably gonna get get that's, on board with that's it. how I I'm in the same <laughs> boat I want them to trade back but if they take Paris Johnson I'm gonna be all for it they yeah. take Jackson Smith and Jigba I'm gonna be all for it. There's literally not one pick he's. I am gonna be. This year is. I'm very hyped for. He's made so many good decisions. Put this team in a great spot. Already got so many good players. DJ Moore for Christ's sake. Future first round picks. We have two next year. You know. So I. I there isn't. Every move he makes, tell Camp. I'm just gonna be excited for. And I really don't. You're not gonna tell me otherwise. This is this this GM isn't signing Mike Glennon like the last one. <laughs> Yeah, I I guess my point is is that I've never really felt like this with the Bears, and like I guess you there was always I've always at least had some sort of hope, but like I actually feel like the where the organization is headed, you have competent people running it, and um, I mean that's not necessarily a, a, a smack in the face to my guy Ryan Pace, Eastern Illinois alum, but there were moves obviously that he made that kind of set the organization back. So right now at this point, I don't feel like uh, polls has done that. I feel, and I feel like they're staying on course with the direction that they're trying to go. Um, so, you know, as long as they do that, as someone who's watched his favorite baseball team, literally build it brick by brick up. Right. Um, you know, that's the point. I, I mean, us as Chicago fans, we we've seen so many bad front offices and you with as the Cubs, the Cubs guy, the same thing. It was like when Theo and Ricketts, and I know everybody hates Ricketts now, but when they first came in, you felt a tangible difference to how the team was ran prior to that. So there wasn't a move they made where you questioned it. You were like, all right, let's roll. No matter what it was, you could try to analyze it as best you could, but you just knew they were on the right track. And that's what this front office feels like especially right. now with the new president too and i i think the the big thing for me especially is like they have set like they've set the they've set all the people like all the talking other talking heads especially on the national level like they, they've shut them up with the whole like they're going to trade fields at the draft or they're going to you know do something else at the quarterback position they're they're like all in on fields and i know that he is going to be the big part of whether this is going to go right or not but I'm just happy that they made the decision and I'm happy that they made what I think is the right decision. So we'll see. I know there's room for criticism. I'm not saying that he doesn't deserve any criticism, uh, but I think you, you, you got, you got a really good building block there with him and you got DJ Moore now. So you're getting, you got better weapons to go with uh, Mooney and hopefully chase Claypool can get uh, him and fields can get that connection going next year. Um, lost Montgomery, but I feel like the running back room is still fine, and I'm not really worried about the Bears and finding running backs. It's the one thing they've been able to do my entire life, so I feel pretty good about whatever they do there. Um, I just think it's all about getting those other pieces for that offense and defensive lines, man. Once they get that all set up and Fields just continues to progress and, you know, I don't know, just gets better and better and actually has time to throw the ball to other people, I think that the sky's the limit. I mean, please, God, let it be. <laughs> just please. <laughs> just please. <laughs> well, 
Well, I I uh, I love your energy on Twitter, period. But I've really enjoyed your however many days it is until opening days. That's the only thing that's gonna make me happy, uh, which is very bra- which is very brags like, which gives us full circle here uh, to you know you guys being on the same team. We can't have you two at each other. It's 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 it, there's just it's too much love. And I don't know what Braggs is doing. Oh, yeah, you're looking for the high five. There it is. Oh, that's adorable. That, look at that. That's adorable. I love it. I love it. I love it. Uh, very, very creative. Appreciate you jumping in here, Cody. We'll see you on yeah, opening guys. day, 11 o'clock. Where, where's it at again for everybody who hasn't paid attention? Uh, Country Club, Chicago. It's uh, on Clark Street, right on the main strip in Wrigley. It, you it, it's right across the street from Demos if you if you know food there too. So overrated pizza, but but does it's eleven a.m. on Thursday. Yeah. Eleven a.m. on Thursday. Opening the day, White baby. Sox guys are doing a watch party later that afternoon too. I, Nick, I know you're a Sox guy, so I'm I I'm not I'm not a hater, so you know whatever. Support both both support teams. both right. <laughs> World Series both. baby. Yeah, World. support. Uh, not necessarily you don't have to support the teams, but like CHGO Cubs and CHGO White Sox. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Who's going to have more wins this year, Cody, the Cubs or the Sox? Uh, now my bias says Cubs, but I honestly think that they both could end up around the same amount of wins. So I'll go, Cubs, I'll go, I'll go, I'll go, I'll go 85 for both. Get him out of here. Super optimistic. <laughs> Super optimistic. Cody, right. you the man. Appreciate you, brother. See you guys. See you, Cody. All right. And we, uh, I, I feel better about what just happened there. I know you do too, Bryce. You can thank me for that. Surprise guest. You're going to bring in, huh? You're, I actually had one more, but you're going to uh, bring in the coach from Fairleigh Dickinson next. <laughs> <laughs> what a great, what a great idea. Carm's <laughs> eyes just completely lit that is, up. That yeah, is wide. Uh, I, well, there is I always can congratulate that. him on his new gig at Iona and ruining my life did that in one and we don't swoop. even need the coach we could just get a good representative of the program you know there's always next week thank you for that idea it's an excellent <laughs> excellent excellent thought process uh nick what what does any do people need to know anything in the uh that's important before we move on to our final topic of the night yeah let's uh talk about comment real quick as you know chgo bears offseason coverage is brought to you by comment energy efficiency program you can learn love more energy. about comment yep we all love energy you can learn more about comment at comment.com slash powering biz the comment energy efficiency program you guys is committed to helping families and businesses in the communities we serve save money and energy and if you guys didn't know it offers so many benefits like like what energy saving yeah like energy saving opportunities uh whether it's lighting hvac systems commercial kitchen equipment or industrial processes and let me ask you this Carm: are you somebody that likes to interact with somebody in person or you want to get something done virtually? What's what's your preference? I'm an in-person guy, you uh, Nick. I, I like to get to real. I like to touch the very fabric of society that is Comed. So what what do I get if I if I do go the in-person route? Yeah. So if you like to touch the fabric of society like Mark does, you know Comed has both of those opportunities for you because an authorized engineer will work with you to develop a detailed assessment plan specific to your goals and needs whether that's in person or virtually, and it lasts approximately two hours. So quick, efficient, and it caters to your needs. So all you have to do is get started by saving money and energy today for energy saving tips and to schedule your free facility assessment. Go to comed.com slash powering biz. And what you need to do, you gotta remember this number, 
1-855-433-2700. You can call them during normal business hours to speak with a ComEd Energy Efficiency Program representative, or you can email businessee at comed.com or request an assessment online on their website, comed.com slash facility assessment. Get on it, Briggs. I see you wasting a ton of energy over there. I'm not wasting any energy. You're pla- <laughs> you're, 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 what am you're I doing? Not- I'm not wasting I, any energy. You look tired. You look like you I'm need not. Energy. I'm not tired. I'm tired of Gary Ross talking crap in the chat when we've called a truce. The other thing that I'm tired of is <laughs> secondary ticket sales markets that when you go to try to buy tickets, they don't let you look at your specific seats. But you know the one site that doesn't do that? The Game Time app. They let you find your specific seats in each section have a great overhead map. You can find exactly where you want to sit the best vantage point possible because game time is the hottest new ticketing site that makes it easier than ever to score the best deals on tickets to sports concerts and shows ever dreamed of sitting in a seat. You never thought you could 50 yard line courtside behind home plate floor seats at a concert. It's possible with the game time app. The biggest last-minute price drops can be found on the seats you thought you could never buy. You won't find a better deal this season on Bears tickets because game time is created by the fans for the fans. Guarantees the lowest prices, Carm. That's right. And if you love CHGO, then you'll love game time. The best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in the description below. Join over 15 million people who have downloaded the game time app and score the best seats to all your favorite events. Wow. Wow. Loved it. Fantastic work. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely loved it. Didn't know that was happening and just really appreciate that it did. It's now time for our final segment on bears after dark brought to you proudly by Greg Braggs and Nicholas Boriano, along with yours truly at the Carm on this Monday night. Don't forget to come hang out with us for the die hard night tomorrow. Uh, Bears, Thank you very much. Listen, if you become a diehard, you can have a happy hour. Yeah, if you become a diehard, you can get the brick by brick hoodie that it's only available to the diehards. And then have the happy hour access at the end of the night, getting bullshit with the goofballs and have some fun talking bears, have some surprises for everyone that shows up. And correct me if I'm wrong, when you become a diehard, don't you get a free t shirt? That's what I'm saying. So you get so, a, you could just you could get a brick by brick tea. You can get the brick by right brick tea. You. you can get the hoodie because you, then you get access to the hoodie as well because you, you can't get the hoodie for, unless you you're a diehard. But you got to pay for the hoodie, dog. That's my point. Is that you get a free tea when you become a, a diehard? You could get the brick by brick tea set to you live in that dream. All right, big bold predictions to wrap up Bears after dark. Nick, this was your idea, so lead us in, my friend. Yeah, like I just want to have a little fun here um, thinking about this Bears season, what the Bears could do. And obviously the, the team and the roster is not finished yet. But I was looking at a, this, is a very specific bull prediction uh, for me here. Like the Bears last season had seven total touchdowns from their tight ends. You guys, Cole Komet scored all those touchdowns for the Bears. So with the addition of Robert Tanyan, who said this offense goes through the tight ends my bold prediction on March 27th is that the Bears will lead the league in touchdown receptions by their tight ends. Just for reference, for them to do that would be pretty big because Kansas City alone had 16 total touchdowns by their tight ends. Uh, Travis Kelsey had 12 of them. 
but can a combination of Tanyan and Komet get that number? We'll have to wait and see. If the offense truly runs through the tight ends, they're going to have more opportunities, and the passing offense was not where it needed to be in 2022, but Komet still got seven of them. So bold prediction, the Bears' tight ends will lead the league in touchdown receptions. It's going to be Komet and Tanyan yeah, taking up most of the work, but that is a very, I don't know, microscopic uh, bold prediction for you for 2023. Bold as hell. I... I, I... You you said bold and you went bold, Braggs. You you want me to go or do you want to go? I'm ready. I'm ready to go. I don't know how it's going to be received, but you know, um, this is kind of where I'm taking it because last year the Bears had the least amount of passing attempts in the NFL. That obviously is going to change this year, but with that. Because, the, you know, the calculus is, oh, they get DJ Moore, Chase Claypool for a full offseason, you know, the second year in the offense for Justin Fields, all reasons to be excited, and I certainly am. But the one thing I think people are underestimating is the chemistry that needs to get built with these guys. So they're going to start doing some different things here in the season that you can only practice so much before the bullets start flying. So with the more passing attempts that come, there are going to be moments where drop passes occur. And I, I caution people to not get too critical of that and allow there to be a chemistry molding period for these guys. And I still think they're going to move the ball and I still think they're going to have moments of success and they're going to take the next step in their development in this passing game, Justin and the offense alike, Luke Getze as well. But with that, there's going to be more drops. So I think that the Chicago Bears are going to lead the league in drops this year. But in a for a good in a good way though because they're trying to do things and spread their wings in a way that this Bears offense ha- hasn't done short of maybe one year under Tressman. They're trying to enter the 21st century of the NFL and with that is going to take some growing pains and we as Bears fans have to embrace the growing pains with the growth of this team. I can't wait for the us to leave the league and drops. That's going to be sweet. That's well, what I I need. Hey, for a good cause, for a good for the greater good. Drops for the cause. You should another T-shirt. Drops for the cause. Because we probably didn't lead the league in drops last year, and I'd be willing to bet. I'm not the numbers guy. Get willing here. Bring in another you know surprise here at the end. Nick's the numbers <laughs> guy too. I'm willing to bet that the teams at the top are some of the better passing teams in the league. So that's my point to the stat. Nick's doing some quick research here as I try to ramble until he gets to that point and finds it. But I'd be willing to bet teams in the top five of drop passes are good passing teams. Excellent. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And we'll, we'll be on the show not tonight, but but soon. Uh, and if you missed Friday's show, which uh, Nick and Will did a mock draft, go back and find that on the old YouTube. Check it out. They did a great job. All right. My big, bad, bold prediction on March the 27th. You know, I was thinking about what this receiving crew is capable of. And I was thinking about the Bears – seemingly still lack of ability to get to the quarterback. And then I was thinking about the way this offseason has gone with Tremaine Edmonds and DJ Moore and 
a lot of options coming up in the draft. And I was thinking about the NFC North and Aaron Rodgers moving along whenever that's going to happen. Robert Solid saying today very confident that he'll be a Jet and the Packers going to have all sorts of issues and Detroit's all sexy and David Montgomery up and Jared Goffed up and Dan Campbell up, but, you know, they're Detroit, so let's not go too crazy. And Minnesota perhaps taking a step back. And so here, on March the 27th, brick by brick is no longer a thing for me. It's more, <laughs> it's more all in. And I am telling you that the Chicago Bears – you might not be able to see exactly how right now, and I admittedly can't quite see it yet myself. But I am going to jump out in front here and say the Chicago Bears will be ahead of schedule in 2023, and they will be a playoff football team. Playoff That Bears. also wasn't the task that Nick put us. He asked, what were we going to be the best at or the worst at? Not if we were going to be a, a playoff team. So, you know, you once again have failed at your, you know, assignment. You, uh, yeah, so <laughs> that may be true. I, I may have gone off the board a little bit, but, but I, I didn't. I think it's Nick. Did that? Did my answer? No, work for a, you? I'll tell you now. No, <laughs> Nick, you are uh, the only person that you created this honest. game. Yes, be honest. So we said bold predictions. It was best or worst, but it it, it, it it met the criteria for one part, the bold prediction, just just not the second part of it. So we're we're making progress here. We're we're all giving out bold Listen, the best in the division. Well, that's exactly right, there, buddy. There you go. Yeah, you're lucky. You I threw you a, yeah, a life you raft. No, you threw me a life raft. You tried to you tried to drown well, me. First, with a... I, yeah, first I drove the bus over you, and then I took you to the hospital. Which is which is the Bragg's way, for the record. That is that is that is the brick by brick mantra. That is that yes. Is. There, there's no doubt. Um, so, Greg, actually, real quick, I did find the NFL passes dropped. Uh, Green Bay led the league with 30 drop passes. Buffalo Bills 29. Tampa Bingo. Bay 29, Jaguars 29. The Bears, second to last in the NFL. Exactly, because they didn't 12. throw the ball. Yeah. That's my point. We're, we want to be in the top five in drop passes. Gary Ross, who said that was an awful take because we last year had Pettis and Amir Smith-Marset. No, that's, that's why you don't throw the ball is because you have those guys. It, the more drop passes means the more we're throwing the ball. I want to throw the ball. And I'm willing to accept the 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 you know the the mistake here and there that comes with that. So my my uh, intuition was correct. The good teams move the ball. Don't worry about a drop pass. Move on to the next play. Throw it again. That's what makes a good offense. Gary Ross. Um. Hey, uh, Bragsy. What do you want? I want to know where you got that stupid ass sweatshirt that you're wearing. You like it? It was at the UC. They were selling them at the UC, and it's got this sweet little like Tecmo Bowl. You, kind you of- pay mm-hmm. you paid premium dollars for that thing. Why? What's wrong with it? Chat, Nick. It's a sweet shirt. I'd rock it. Yeah, you would. I think it looks terrible. Well, I don't like the is- colors. I think it looks like it's something for a ten-year-old. 
Yeah. Which you might be. You would it, think you would think you'd accept this because it has the old Atari look, and that's mm-hmm. your generation. <laughs> good shot. We're trying like to it. call it true. Cr- cr- cram, no, you're no, doing everything good. you can to like not let this truce go through. I- I'm here for the entertainment of the show, buddy. I'm not worried about no <laughs> truces. I'm here to. I'm here. For, I'm here to be. I'm here to have fun on this program. And if it involves, you know, taking a shot or two at you, that 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 needs to be happening, then that's what's going to happen. All right. Uh, Come hang out with the happy hour tomorrow. There will be no truce in happy hour. The, the truce is more kind of behind the scenes. Uh, 8 o'clock tomorrow <laughs> night. How do people find that happy hour, Nick? Yeah, uh, to find the happy hour, if you go on allchdo.com, should be a tab on there that tells you all about all, of, all the great perks that come with being a diehard. I'm actually looking up right now and probably looking up at the screen uh at my um camera here but yeah CHO diehard it's one of the the fourth tab up there and when you go on the all CHO website so you can see it right there become a diehard and i see brian schuster in our chat just got here stay another hour hey become a diehard you can stay with us for as long as you want in our happy hour tomorrow night so go check that out on all chgo.com and just Go back and watch the show. It's it's uh, there's 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 some good entertainment here. Hogue uh, starts off for the record yep. for, for if you're just joining. So he was he's live at the owners' meetings down in Arizona. Some good stuff about uh, well I wouldn't even call it good stuff, but good information about the Bears and David Montgomery to start off the show. That was super interesting. I had a ton of fun tonight as per always. Braggs, you're my hero, brick by brick, buddy. Nick, um, we didn't even mention the fact that. I absolutely smoked Nicholas Moriano on the ping pong table today. I mean, it was just it was a it was a beatdown. Herb oh. Howard was watching. He was like, "Wow, Carm, I mean, you put it on him." And I was like, "Well, I did." I, and it, and and Nick, you know, you you got a, you got a good chance of uh, beating Hogue when he gets back. <laughs> oh, all right. Uh, I thought, man, I, we were so close to getting out of the show without that being mentioned. Wednesday. It, it's on. It's on. Wednesday, Thursday, whenever we're playing. I don't know. Yeah, we, I need my rematch. At, at some point, I'm rooting at for you, point. Nick, because you've embraced the truce. Everyone else is embracing the truce, except for Cram over here. And Edward Elric, who's crushing my haircut. I think my hair looks adorable. <laughs> you've been getting a few haircuts. Yeah, he did get a haircut last week, guys. So there's nothing at this point. If his hair still looks bad, there's nothing he can do about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point, Tori. And Nick might have been sluggish from the traffic jam. Dude was making videos on the Kennedy. He was having trouble. He's going to be taking the train, though. He'll be re- he'll well-rested, yep. so that won't be an excuse. All right, nobody wants to say goodbye. I don't want to say goodbye, but we're going to say goodbye. Hey, big game tonight uh, for you basketball fans. are Bulls and Clips. See if they can get it done. I'll be watching and tweeting about it. So, uh, And we'll see you tomorrow at noon. Um, yes, remote show, so I'll be back in my elevator. <laughs> Adios. Later, guys. Say goodbye. Good night. Good night.